Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the number one show on the internet. And if I can get this thing to work, it'll work. And if not, I'm going to have to do it over. You know why? Because that happens all the time. Something's happening with my signal. My signal's getting jammed. I don't know what's going on. What's going on? Okay. There it is. Pretty girls, pretty girls. Give you the full intro. When you eat Reese's for dessert, is it over to... Oh, shut up. Well, then chill... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the hottest show on the planet, planet Earth that is. Shout out to everybody going in low Earth orbit later on today. See, got right, the music here pumping. One thing I need to do is adjust it here. simultaneously on YouTube, live, and on Anchor.com. We wanted to just welcome you guys. I actually want to show people how I do this. So, obviously, I'm parked in front of my office. I have an internet connection. I'm using one platform to go live, one platform to record the podcast, one platform for me to DJ so that you actually can um can hear myself and um here we go now it is kind of freezing because my son obviously did what he did so mm. now the audience ship guess they not only hear me talking about drinking my coffee but you guys actually get to see it so first and foremost we want to thank you guys for logging on today we have a fun-filled show as always i got about a hundred bazillion different um things to handle today but i want to thank you guys for tuning in today's show is going to be a quick one because i do have a business meeting later today and i have to make a business phone call um, in about, I want to say about 20 to 25 minutes. So let's get this show started and get this show on the road. So basically, every morning for me and my family, it's all about efficiency, right? So what I do is simple. You know, I, I, I drop off my family wherever they need to be transported. And then I start my, my business day. So... As an artist, entrepreneur, CEO of my own company, owning my own technology company, this is my day-to-day, right? So you guys are getting a glimpse of what is to come, meaning when my tour launches in the Caribbean and abroad, outside of the United States, 
you're going to see this every single morning. I'm going to go live and we're going to talk about, you know, recapping the events and stuff like that, dealing with my music. So there's multiple ways now available to creative types to create content. And this is my way of showing you guys exactly how I'm doing this. So basically, it's, it's a very simple concept. All you need is more than one platform, depending how fancy you want to go. You need a nice headset piece with a, a decent microphone. Um, this is my son's gaming headset, so it has a perfect input-output. Um, it, it also has a volume control built in. It's made for Sony, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. So it's really, really high quality. And um, any small adjustment I need to make, I can easily make. So basically, my podcast starts out in Anchor.com. And then from there, we bounce it off to DSPs such as Spotify. For some people, they already have a Spotify membership, so it makes it easier for them. Now... I use my other digital platform to record the podcast and, you know, post that up. I'm using my laptop to go live, which is another platform. And then I have a third platform where I control, let's say, the audio and the visuals on the sidelines. So, for example, right now, like I stated before, I have a copyright free background music for content creators. You could go on their page on YouTube. You can subscribe to them. Um, their channel is called White Bat Audio. And you can also find them on whitebataudio.com. So now that the part is done, this is how I do it. So the thing about creative types is we always want to wait for the perfect storm. We always want shit to be perfect. And sometimes you just got to do shit. And this is why I'm doing that, because in business, in the day-to-day -day business, things are not going to be perfect. Therefore, the best thing that I can do is to show you guys the day-to-day -day stuff, like this is how we do it. So every single morning, I go live, I do my podcast, then I promote it, and of course, I evaluate it throughout the day. So I have... A lot, a lot of ground to cover. I don't have a lot of time. So let's do a module. We're going to go with communication skills. Because all we're doing is communicating to our fan base for our products and services. Remember, in every module, insert your own business, your own industry. And adapt and adjust your business plan, your mission statement, stuff like that. Um, let's go with... Let me see. Hold up. All right, let's click on communication skills and the influence model. So now I have the module loaded up. Of course, we're going to give a shout out to Mind Tools because it is today's sponsor for today's episode. So take a look right here. This is what it looks like. This is the module, communication skills, and the influence model. And this is part of negotiation persuasion. Mm. So we have limited time. So let's make use of the time that we have. Because it's all about efficiency, right? I got a business meeting. I got a business phone call in exactly 20 minutes. So here we go.
using reciprocity to gain influence, also known as the Cohen-Bradford influence model. Learn how reciprocity can help you influence others, okay? Have you ever tried to get something, perhaps advice, support, or a key piece of information from someone who didn't want to help you? Sometimes it can be extremely difficult to get people's help, especially when we have no authority over them. This is where an approach such as the Cohen-Bradford influence model can help us identify what other people value. We can then use that information so that everyone gets the outcome that they want. In this article, we'll examine the influence model in detail and discuss how you can use it when you need help from other people. I'm live right now, son, just so you know. So if you don't want to be on camera, we try to move this a little bit. Hold on, let me adjust this. Okay. So, let me carry on. So, all right. About the model. The influence model, also known as the Cohen-Bradford influence model, was created by Alan R. Cohen and David L. Bradford, both leadership experts and distinguished professors. The model was originally published in their 2005 book, Influence Without Authority. Cohen and Bradford believe that authority can be problematic. It doesn't always guarantee that you'll get support and commitment from those around you. And it can create fear and motivate people to act for the wrong reasons. This is why it's so useful to learn how to influence others without using authority. The influence model is based on the law of recipro reciprocity, the belief that all of the positive and negative things we do for or to others will be paid back over time. For example, if you give your boss a tip that cuts hours off her workload, you might expect perhaps subconsciously that she'll do something nice for you in the future. So using the model. Number one, the influence model is useful whenever. Number one, you need help from someone over whom you have no authority. Number two, the, the other person is resisting to help you. Number three, you don't have a good relationship with the person from whom you need help. Number four, you have the opportunity to ask the person for help. Number five, you don't know the other person well. The model has several steps. These are, number one, assume that everyone can help you. Number two, prioritize objectives. Number three, understand the other person's situation. Number four, identify what matters to you and to them. Number five, analyze the relationship. And number six, make the exchange. Once you're familiar with the model, it's not necessary to think each step through consciously. Let's look at each step in detail and think about how to apply the model. Number one, assume that everyone can help. Influencing someone else, especially someone who seems to be being difficult, can make you feel upset, nervous, or unsure. However, don't write anyone off. 
approach the situation by looking at the other person as a potential ally. Number two, prioritize the objectives. In this step, you need to identify why you are trying to influence this person. What is it that you need from him? What are your primary and secondary goals? Here, it's important to keep your personal wants and goals out of the situation. For instance, you may be subconscious, I'm sorry, for instance, you may subconsciously want to be seen as right, or you may want to have the last word. These personal motivations often get in the way of effective negotiation. Focus on your work goals and leave personal motivators or drivers aside. Number three, understand the other person's situation. In this step, you need to understand your potential ally's world and understand how she is judged. For instance, what performance metrics does she work by? How is she rewarded? These factors play an important role in what your ally can give and what he might want from you in return. To evaluate this, ask yourself the following questions. Number one, how is this person measured at work? Number two, what are her primary responsibilities? Number three, does this person experience peer pressure from his boss or colleagues? Number four, what is the culture of this person's organizations? Number five, what does this person's boss expect from her? Number six, what seems to be important to this person? You can also use empathy to step into the world of your potential ally and to understand what drives his behavior. This step can be challenging and it will determine whether or not you can identify what type of factors are important to her, which is the next step. Number four, identify what matters to you and to them. This is likely to be the most important step in the influence model. Here you need to identify what truly matters to your potential ally. If you pay attention, you should be able to hear or see the things that this person values the most. Cohen and Bradford identified five types of factors that are most often valued in organizations. These are inspiration, task, position, relationship, personal. A, inspirational, or I'm sorry, inspiration-related factors. These are all related to inspiration, vision, and morality slash strength. People who value these factors want to find meaning in what they're doing. They may go out of their way to help if they know in their heart that this is the right thing to do, or if it contributes in some way to a valued cause. You can appeal to these people by explaining the significance of your project or request, and by showing that it's the right thing to do. Appeal to their sense of integrity and virtue. B. Task-related factors. These relate to the task at hand and to getting the job done. Here you'll want to exchange resources such as money, personnel, or supplies. You could offer to help these people on a current project they're working on. Or you could offer your expertise or your organization's expertise in exchange for their help. Task-related factors are often highly valued in new organizations where supplies and resources may be scarce, as well as by organizations or teams 
that are struggling to get the finances, supplies, or information that they need. Keep in mind that an important task, related factor is challenge. Many people, especially those who want to test or expand their skills, value the opportunity to work on challenging tasks or projects. Here's a tip. Be careful here not to engage in anything that may be seen to be bribery. See our article on gifts in the workplace for more on this. C. Position related factors. People who value this type of factor focus on recognition, reputation and visibility. They want to climb the organizational ladder and be recognized for the work that they're doing. Here you want to appeal to this sense of recognition by publicly acknowledging their efforts. You could offer them lunch with your CEO or the opportunity to work with a high profile team or convince them that the project or task will be recognized by re respective people in your industry. That's a good strategy. I like that one. Um, module D, relationship related factors. People who value relationships want to belong. They want strong relationships with their team and colleagues. So make these people feel they're connected to you or your organization on a personal level. Offer them emotional support and understanding. Use active listening so that they can talk about their problems and say thank you to show gratitude for the good work they're doing for you or have done for you in the past. E, personal related factors. This is probably the simplest of the five. These relate to the other person on a personal level. You can appeal to this person by showing them sincere gratitude for their help. Allow them the freedom to make their own decisions if they're helping you on a team. Keep things simple for them so they don't feel hassled by helping you. So here's a note. A common mistake in identifying the type of factor that is important to people is understanding its importance to them. Just because you don't need to feel important, be recognized, or feel loved by your team doesn't mean that no one else does. Make sure that you keep an open mind when identifying these. Number five, analyze the relationship. In this step, you need to analyze what kind of relationship you have with this person. If you know him well and you're on good terms, you can directly ask him for what you need. If you're not on good terms or you're a complete stranger, then you need to focus on building trust and building a good relationship before you move on to the final step. To do this, take time to get to know the person you're interacting with. Make sure that you use active listening techniques when you're speaking with him or her. Also develop your emotional intelligence skills, which help you recognize not only your own feelings, but the feelings of those around you. Number six, make the exchange. Once you feel you know what your ally wants or needs, and you've determined what you have to offer, you can make the exchange and put your findings into actions. Our article on win-win negotiation can help you with this. Make sure that you, no, I'm sorry, make sure that, you, that when you make the offer or exchange, it's done in a way that builds trust. Show respect, empathy, and understanding to the other person. Show your gratitude to them for helping you and keep looking for ways to help others. Example, Mark works in the accounting department in his organization. 
He's implementing a new software package that will streamline the collections process, eliminating several unneeded steps. However, he needs help from his colleague Rob to solve a problem. Rob has exactly the expertise Mark needs. The problem is that Rob is extremely busy with his own projects and has so far been unwilling to help. So Mark uses the influence model as, as follows. Number one, assume that everyone can help you. Mark already knows that Rob could be an ally. They've always gotten along in the past. The only reason that Rob is unwilling to help is because he's snowed under with his own projects, most of which have tight deadlines. Number two, prioritize objectives. Mark takes a moment to clarify his goals. Why does he need to influence Rob? This is simple. Rob has the expertise Mark needs to overcome a problem he's stuck with. His goal is to gain, gain Rob's help, perhaps for half a day to solve the problem. Number three, understand the other person's situation. Mark looks at the professional world that Rob, who works full-time in IT, works in daily. Mark knows the IT department is deadline-driven. Rob is often under immense pressure to troubleshoot problems as they come up, but also to deliver major projects that have quick turnaround times. As a result, Rob frequently stays late and comes in early to meet all his demands. Number four, identify what matters to you and to them. Mark believes that task-related factors are important to Rob. What he needs most is another set of hands to help him complete some of his current projects. If he could catch up, he'd probably be willing to help Mark with his own project. Number five, analyze the relationship. Mark is already on good terms with Rob. They don't talk often since they work in different departments, but they've chatted a few times in the hallway and Mark would consider Rob a friend. Number six, make the exchange. Mark decides on his exchange, he's going to offer Rob a full day of his own time to help him catch up on his projects. In return, he'll ask for a half a day of Rob's time to help him with his own project. When he approaches Rob, Rob looks surprised at the offer, but he accepts immediately. Mark shows his appreciation by showing up early on his day to help Rob and working hard the entire day. When the time comes for Rob to help Mark, the same holds true. Rob shows up early and the two get the problem figured out by lunchtime. Mark then asks Rob out for lunch to show his gratitude. Okay. Key points. The influence model can be, a, can be an effective tool for helping you influence others. It's especially effective in situations where you have no authority over the other person or where he or she seems unwilling to help you. The model has six steps. These are number one, assume that everyone can help you. Number two, prioritize objectives. Number three, understand the other person's situation. Number four, identify what matters to you and to them. Number five, analyze the relationship. Number six, make the exchange. Once you're familiar with the model, it's not necessary to think through each step consciously. Apply this to your life. 
Although you might not need to use the influence model right now, chances are there will come a time when you need something from someone without using any authority. So number one, start preparing now. Pay attention to your colleagues and other key stakeholders in your organization. You can use steps three and four to do this. Number two, focus now on building good relationship with others in your organization. And number three, help others whenever you can. Helping your colleagues not only feels good, your colleagues will likely be happy to repay the favor later. This is an excellent module, and I'm going to tell you something about the law of attraction, how everything works. Very simply put, look at my situation right now. So, I own an international company, right? We focus on technology. That's one part of my investment portfolio, one part of my life. Number two, I'm an artist. I'm a musician. So, I've combined my physical catalog with the digital world, the metaverse, through NFTs. So now I'm launching a promotional tour where I'm going to be doing conventions talking about NFT technology and I'm going to be promoting the music because now both of my worlds have come together as one. Now the reason why this module is the bomb diggity is because I have a lot of friends in the industry but I remain on the music business side. So now there are people that are resources that have access to different segments of the music industry. Even though I'm developing a close friendship and relationship first, we still have to get business done at the end of the day. So I have to proceed with caution because you don't know what motivates certain people. And some people portray an image of they want to do the right thing, and they want to create this new wave, like this new um, collective of people that want to take the, the industry and the genre and the technology and push it forward. But you really don't know until you actually get to actually putting in the work and building the systems you need to do that. So a particular friend of mine is part of the biggest media conglomerate overseas. He's very, very highly regarded very deep into the music industry i'm just starting to build a friendship and i'm building the relationship so i'm walking a fine line between as an artist submitting my music and letting this person know what i'm attempting to do and at the same time still being an entrepreneur and saying okay we need to put these key elements into you know different business ventures and opportunities and at the end of the day you don't know if this person it's just portraying this image that they have the desire to do this to the world or if in reality that's what they really aim to do because now i'm putting it to the test like i'm the artist i'm the company i'm the label i got all the opportunities now let's see what you can contribute and it's a value for value relationship now at the same time there was this huge concert overseas and it was like a groundbreaking concert and guess what it was one of my friend's events and in this event, he promoted being like anti-industry, but pro like new movement, metaverse movement, NFT movement, stuff like that. And um, now I'm proceeding with caution. A part of me wants to send more music. A part of me wants to talk business. A part of me just wants to continue to build on the, on the, on the friendship, the relationship. But um, a part of me is also showing constraint 
and moving very slowly and very carefully. So this module applies to everything I'm doing precisely. So I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you guys for logging in. And now I'm going to finalize the podcast here. So we will check back with you on the very next one. So now I'm going to do the outro for the podcast and then I'll do the outro for the for the live, okay? So I'll begin by putting my background music. I'll open up my trusty application here. And thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you on the next one, okay?